I know what I'm doing, I'm always right, leave me alone. What education is there to be a business owner? So actually the stuff that you should know, but nobody teaches you. It can be a lonely world of being a business owner. We're asking all of our clients and we're trying to get them to do advisory type stuff and they just won't do it. Something's being lost in translation somewhere in the middle. People will make mistakes and you'll probably make the same mistakes over and over and over again. They go, oh great, so you're doing what you said to No, <laughs> absolutely not. How are you different from any of the other accountants? The amount of comments I get from people are like, why, why are you coming to the finance sector? Is what I believe to be true actually true? Me seeing Sam as putting down my ideas, always being negative, wanting to suck the fun out of things. Actually, the underlying cause and problem was, was me. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to the Leaky Bucket Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Morgan, and this is the Financial Performance Podcast for entrepreneurs looking to get a better understanding of their numbers, to plug the leaks in their business, and to move from surviving to thriving. Hello, welcome to the Leaky Bucket Podcast. I'm going to be speaking to Ian today about the importance of masterminds. So quite a broad question to start with. What is a mastermind? Yeah, so I suppose good question. Um, been doing masterminds for, for a number of years now. And it's, you, you just think because you hang around with people who go to masterminds, you think that everybody's aware of what they are and what goes on. But essentially, it's a group of business owners sometimes their their teams may be getting together and working out the how to overcome the challenges that are coming up within their business so you, it can be a lonely world of being a business owner uh, and to get around other people who maybe understand the issues in the same light it is really of a a real big benefit to to see so it's and I suppose coupled with that, actually, there's often a theme or a topic. So there's training that's going on around that topic. So it might be um, how to hire and fire people. And that will be the general topic of the, the day or the two days. Um, there could be a topic around, yeah, around finance, around um, culture, all sorts of different areas. But the stuff that you, I was going to say you don't learn, but what, what, education is there to be a business owner like yeah so actually the stuff that you should know but nobody teaches you um yeah what are some of the main benefits that you've seen from going to masterminds benefits have have been huge but I think learning to to think strategically um it's extremely easy to just be very tactical just to go something's happening there's a pain point and let's just react and go right when should we do it when are we going to do this in fact probably not even thinking about when you just almost just do it um so being able to have that time to think strategically to to be around other business owners and realize it doesn't matter where people are on their journey the same problems are arising all the time the amount of times that um so just remembering a number of these but the amount of times that you speak with somebody and they go, oh, this is the current problem that I'm facing. And you give them this absolute perfect answer of what they should do. And then they go, what problem are you facing? And you basically, oh, the same one as you. And they go, oh, great. So you're doing what you said to me. 
no <laughs> absolutely not are we doing what I, the advice i've just given and that just happens time and time again like not not specifically just with me but with people I see in the conversations that go on. So I think it's learning that no matter where you are on that journey, people will make mistakes and you'll probably make the same mistakes over and over and over again, but you just get slightly better at those each time um, and learn to make less of them. And I think the other is just to always have a a learning mindset all the time, just to go, you, you can't know everything and you can't be the best at everything. So this is bizarre. I, like They run the mastermind I'm on from various skills days one of those is actually on finance and the amount of comments I get from people of like, why, why are you coming to the finance skills day? Because, and my answer always is because you don't know what you don't know. Like if I just go, that's it. I know everything to do with finance. Well, something's going to creep up at some point and I'll be found out or I'll look stupid or yeah, I won't be aware of something. So I want to go, what, what can I learn? What can further my knowledge? And then we've also got a few clients who are within the program as well so you also want to go well actually what are they learning about finance from the mastermind program because actually if they learn something from that and come and speak to me and go oh you know about this and I go no and so I need to be aware of that um but yeah so that that open to learning is really really key as well and um, when did you first start going and why was there a like a turning point or something or like a sign that you needed to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we'd we'd worked with a couple of business coaches um, that helped around a few key areas within the business. And they they fixed those couple of areas, but what they didn't do was move, they didn't treat the underlying calls, if I'm being honest. Like they were they were focused around many around sales and pricing and that sort of stuff. But actually the underlying cause and problem was was me. <laughs> I wasn't recognizing Sam's ability and skills as strengths I was recognizing them as weaknesses uh, and I was doing that because she was opposite to me uh, and I viewed opposite as bad not opposite as good but yeah you it's sport related right but you you can't build a team of a, a football team from just having 11 goalkeepers like who, who's going to do the other roles and I actually got invited and went to like a, a trial day to the mastermind we're on. It was like a, yeah, just come and see what we're about. You can bring a couple of questions. There'll be two or three other business owners in the room and we'll just go through and play out the problem. And it was during that that I became aware and went, wow, Sam's got all these skills that I'm not utilising. So actually the from that one session, it became obvious to go, Sam should be far more involved in the company. She was very 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 light touch at that point probably through being absolutely annoyed with me in the way I ran things say probably highly highly likely that that was the case because it was so it was so unplanned reactionary I've got this great idea today let's do that a week later no let's scrap that let's do this idea instead and that was I want to say that was summer-ish 2018 and then we we went along as a, a guest to the mastermind program in the December and yeah it was just that insight of the the actual level that those those people are operating at that it was just like wow um we thought we were good but the organization and structure of these businesses is beyond anything that we we thought we were capable of (laughs) and the irony was Sam was the key because all of those businesses were going, oh, if only we had more structure, more organization, we had processes, we had systems. And if we can improve on those more, we'd be even better. And I'm going, 
that's what Sam's been going on about. <laughs> I've been going, no, no, you're going to take all the fun away from everything we do. Yeah, so I think that has answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> and while you continue to go? Yes, absolutely. Um, during the first year that we went and we we spoke to various people and people were like, oh, yeah, this is, it was the same sort of topics that they just come round again and again. We were like, I only see us doing one year, maybe two, just to make sure that we've got it nailed. And then actually, as we've gone, as we did year two, and so, sort of okay, we'll just reaffirm what we knew. Actually, what we thought we knew from year one and we fixed, by the time you only get to year two and you revisit exactly the same topic in pretty much the same format, you go, okay, yeah, I see how we didn't have that before, but now we don't have that. But I just wasn't focused on it because that's like, we put level one in place. Once you put, even though maybe there were 10 levels, when you didn't have level one, you almost ignored everything beyond level one because it was just like, yeah, that just feels too far away. So you put level one in place and then all of a sudden level two comes into view. You go, ah, okay, maybe we should move to level two then. So you start doing those bits and then you come right to the third time and you go, ah, right, now we're moving to level three and and so on. So weirdly, we, we attend some of those sessions and we go, do you remember like what we were like before? And how we fixed all of that. And now look at all this stuff that we feel like we don't know, but we can move to that next level. So yeah, I feel like I feel like I don't see a point of where we will stop doing masterminds. Even if it's not the same mastermind, there would be a mastermind to challenge our learning and making sure that we're moving in the right direction uh, at all times as much as possible. And why don't you go to something? Why sorry, yeah, why don't you go to something industry specific? Good question. I think because at the time that we decided to go and join a mastermind, we'd we'd already seen that many accountants were sort of complaining and going that there's all this buzz about you must give advisory type services. Um, but how do you convince a client, you know, and and we fell into the trap of going, oh, we're asking all of our clients and we're trying to get them to do advisory type stuff and they just won't do it. Um, and that was the general consensus within the accounting industry. And then at that that trial event that we went to, actually a lot of the frustrations that people were, when we were speaking to people and going, oh, we're accountants, a lot of the frustrations that they were showing up with were that their accountants don't offer to do advisory. And so we were like, how can both sides of that be true? How can accountants think that they're almost shoving this in clients' faces, but the people that we're speaking to then who, who aren't our clients that we probably wouldn't ask those direct questions to, they're going, yeah, but accountants aren't talking to us about this stuff. We don't even know that they can do it. You, you can't. Something's being lost in translation somewhere in the middle. And that was the thing to go, but what if it's the accountants? We've tried that. We've hung around with other accountants. We've tried to do the best of what accountants are recommending. What if we went the other way? What if we listened to the people who want to buy our services and just went, what do they really want? And that's what we should deliver. So we just went a bit of a, a gamble really and just went let's just stop listening to other accountants at the moment let's just listen to something outside of the industry um and actually i'm going to go and attend a mastermind that's aimed towards therapists over the next two days because th- there's one there's a bit of an opportunity but two it's i i asked go on the basis that what if i could learn something what if there's something in the way that therapists are being taught to do business that could apply to the accounting industry Um, and it could apply across any industry like 
yeah I don't know why would why could I go and attend I don't know event for estate agents or something like that like what if there's something there that can just go oh wow what if we did that like actually there's our our sort of proposal processes are mainly out of the fact of of restaurants and go you need a menu with all of your prices on it that you can just pick and select because most accounting practices work with the only the partner knows the price but that means you've got all of your team so waiting stuff and whatever all out of the tables and somebody says oh can I have this and you go yeah great and they go how much is it you go hang on let me go check and you think well I absolutely can that would be a nightmare of a restaurant to run um and then they go oh, I want to make this change or I want to I want to have this combination instead and then again you've got to go and ask the chef and go can you do that whereas actually freedom's given to those people front of house just to go to know what can and can't be done and what that means in terms of the prices and so on so yeah why can't there be a learning from somewhere else yeah it's, uh, just always be open to learning um i think if we keep closed and within our industry we're, we're not giving ourselves the best opportunity of learning um and accountants have this thing right every accountant claims they're different but actually if you go to a mastermind with other accountants and learn how to be the particular type of accountant how are you different from any of the other accountants yeah you spoke about the benefit of you and sam both going at the beginning what is the benefit now of both of you still going so a benefit i suppose that came out of that was play to your strengths Mm. right so i shouldn't be trying to mm, i was gonna say lead the team but i don't think that's probably right i shouldn't be dealing with the general leading of the team, sort of the day-to-day, making sure everybody's happy, addressing various issues and things like that. Because I'm just, I'm just not, not great. It doesn't come naturally to me. I've got to work at it. I only remember the other week and um, me and Sam were in the car. We got, I got a phone call. It's from a member of the team. Um, won't name names, they haven't agreed it. But it was a member of the team. It would say, oh, my dog's ill and I'll take, um, take them to the vet. Um, and I was just like, okay, that's fine. See you later. <laughs> and so, but Sam chirped up to go, oh, no, what's wrong, what's wrong with the dog? How, how is he doing? Like, what's going on? And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I see. I like for, <laughs> for me, this was a factual call to go, I've got this problem. I'm off to go fix it. I'll be in at this time. And it was, and the point was, could I cover this meeting? Um, Sam's point was, where's the empathy? Where's the understanding? And go, um, it's, not, it's not a factual call necessarily there is a factual element to it but also there is an element to go I'm doing that because I'm concerned about the dog and that in that one phone call emphasized strengths versus weaknesses I can do that and I recognize it as soon as Sam said it but I've got to think so the advantage of both of us going is that we're both playing to our strengths how do we build upon those strengths and how are we aware of our weaknesses so we can go to the same events and we can come away with completely different pros and cons versus different areas that we've seen and one of the things is from the mastermind event is you go away and you must have like a, a high value ideas but also an action list and there's no point in me coming away to go oh i'm going to actually action this thing on hr related or culture related like i don't really know what i'm doing that's a sam type area so we already go to go if I come up with something of like that, just drop it to Sam and let Sam work on it. And similarly, Sam would come up with something that maybe is 
sales related or you know business development related and usually just drop that into me instead that separation of roles is something that we've been taught from masterminding in it it stops wasting time because yes there might be something that's really really important that sam needs to talk to me about about staffing but like we're, we're recruiting at the moment i'm partly involved in that recruitment process but i'm not involved in the interviews and selecting the candidate and offering them a role i often don't know who the people are until they arrive but i don't need to i'm i'm meddling if i want to get if i need to get involved like i just need to trust that sam knows what she's doing she knows how to run that process she knows how to bring the right people in to choose the right people and let her get on with it um whereas previously we'd have probably tried to do it together we would have talked over every candidate i i don't feel i was adding value to that process so i think that's something that i've become yeah much more aware of and obviously we've spoken about in past weeks about strategic planning and knowing the direction of your business. How do how does attending masterminds um, feed into our philosophies at MPS? Yeah, so I think strategic planning is definitely one of those areas. I think we were introduced to strategic planning by going to masterminds, stop being tactical and start being much more strategic like the why you would do something um rather than necessarily how or what so they they certainly go hand in hand and then we've created our own version of strategic planning which has an underlying focus on financial performance and then ultimately a mastermind is teaching you to be a better business owner uh, and if you're a better business owner you're much more likely to have a better business and a good business is one that keeps all of its customers happy and makes money. And but then it's the, the why, like, and uh, and some of the how of that's done. Like, you can't just be, you can't just be director, in my view, anyway. You can't just be director and go right. We know what makes a, a, a great company: make money, keep customers happy, and then you forget stuff in the middle. Go actually, if you treat all of your team and your stuff like you would like them to treat customers then actually in turn they'll treat customers the way you intended for them to treat them because you treat them in that manner so yeah i think it's um it's mainly that strategic element i think i think always always be learning be open to be learning actually uh, i know i mentioned it earlier but i think the moment you stand still and you think you know everything is when everybody else overtakes you uh, maybe there becomes a point in my life where that's no longer necessary, but do I still, do I learn something new every day? Possibly. But if, if not every day, it's very, very close to that. Um, and so that it's one of those things of putting myself in that scenario to be, yeah, to be, to be learning and just go, actually, there's a good question we always go with is what I believe to be true, actually true. Okay. Because there's multiple different points of view around any topic. Yeah, um, you can pick absolutely any topic, and there's different points of view at all times. But how can how can all parties be correct? And so, actually, if there's a way that I can have a a good conversation with somebody who's highly educated and successful, but who has an opposing point of view, that's the best conversation. 
because we can't both be right. What do you think um, the three biggest impacts on your own journey um, have masterminds had? See, seeing Sam in a different light, I think. There, there was actually, it was it started to come out through uh, the mastermind, but it was actually then introduction via the mastermind into a book called Rocket Fuel. Uh, and Rocket Fuel talks about two types of people who operate at the top of a business, a visionary and an integrator. And the opening chapters talk about how the one sees the other. And it says about the visionary seeing the integrator. So I'm definitely the visionary and Sam's definitely the integrator. And it talks about me seeing Sam as putting down my ideas, um, always being negative, um, wanting to suck the fun out of things. And then it goes, yeah, but actually then you can switch these things and go, but actually Sam's great at filtering the 20 good ideas to get the one, sorry, the 20 ideas to get to the one good idea. So you can get rid of all the other bad ones. And therefore the company and the customers and the staff don't have to go ride this roller coaster of, oh, there's another bad idea that went, that we were sold on being a great idea. Um, and that it went, um, and that it went wrong. The, the other, I think, is the, the strategic element that, again, lends itself back to Sam's skills. It's having a plan. It's not diverging from that plan unless there's a real need to. That plan needs, um, it needs planning. Um, just for the first sense that it's a plan but it's also about um, strategy and execution and lining everything up and testing all of the risks and the rewards and everything off the back of it so it lends itself more to yeah to a, a Sam type character that is that comes naturally to her that's what she wants that's what she needs so that really that really really works from that perspective I think the third point is constantly challenging my own thinking um, that we might have solved something and you might help somebody with that at the moment. But as you're helping that person, you probably also become aware of maybe a problem that you've got in that area. Um, and therefore, you're maybe you're not keeping an eye on something at the moment because that area of the company isn't causing any stress or, stress or challenge. But then you start to talk to somebody else about their area uh, of the but it, their stress or challenge that is in that area. And then you start to question your own and go, oh, so actually you're finding improvements to something that you probably wouldn't be looking at because it doesn't feel, it's not broken at the moment. So if it's not broken, you're not trying to fix it. But actually you should always be trying to fix and improve and go, we've created version one, now let's create version two. And then version two is there, let's create version three. So I think all round, it's just it's made me a better. I was going to say a better business person, but probably a better person overall. I'm, I'm able to listen. I'm not just stuck on going. I know what I'm doing. I'm always right. Leave me alone. Um, I'm much more able to go. Let everybody else have a voice. Let everybody else speak. Don't jump in and react. Just yeah, absorb that information and then make a much more informed decision. Yeah, so lots and lots of benefits. So trying to keep it the threes is challenging. But yeah, lots and lots of benefits. And I'm guessing from those benefits, you would recommend masterminds. <laughs> yes. 
I'm not sure if I really have any negatives from it. It, it can be hard. To, it can be hard to find the time um, because you don't. Because ultimately, it's thinking time. You might do that, you know, day, two days, whatever it might be of thinking. There's no guarantees you get any results. Whereas it's much easier to go, yeah, but if I just do all this tactical stuff that I need to do, I'm going to get results because I'm doing tactical things. But they're very, they can be very short term. Mm-hmm. What you're trying to do through that mastermind element is look much longer term and go, actually, if we make these few moves today, the benefits we'll see three months, six months, to a couple of years down the line uh, are huge. Yeah. So uh, the negative is going, Actually, at the times when you're really, really busy, it's hard to go, actually, I'm going to be disciplined and take some time out to go and do that because it doesn't let, it doesn't necessarily feel like hard work before you go. Once you go and you go and do it, and then it's very, very draining to be using that level of brain power all the time just to go, because you're effectively, effectively trying to predict the future and go, yeah, but if we did this, what would that, what would happen? And they can't just be off the cuff answers because actually you're going to make decisions off the back of this. You can't just go, yeah, yeah, that'll do. Like you really, really have to think. And it's so, I, I personally, I find it so draining. Yeah. And then it spurs off loads and loads of ideas. And then you're trying to work out what the best actions are to take. So yeah, definitely would recommend it. Um, any type of mastermind. I'm not necessarily up for industry specific ones as we've already covered. But I do see that they can potentially have a benefit if that's where you feel comfortable and where you want to get started. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add? Or no, I, th- I think I think that's everything. I think it's yeah, masterminding's a, a great way of having an always learning attitude and to to being able to be a better business owner. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Leaky Bucket Podcast. I'd love it if you could help spread the message by clicking subscribe and leaving a review. Also, please do reach out to me on LinkedIn and let me know your thoughts on this episode. You can also find more info and links in the show notes below. See you next time.